Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Yo. Matt Murray. Alright. And James Farlong. Hello. Now, uh, I, I, something that I have noticed uh, about this podcast, and uh, I do apologise because it is a hot topic at the moment, but uh, this is a bit too blokey, this show, or not blokey enough. And I was thinking, <laughs> if you're going to go blokey, let's just go proper full on, way hello. Um, and uh, there's one person in this group letting the side down, uh, Sean. Oh, yeah. well, I thought you were going to say Matt, but you know. All right, all right, James. <laughs> Matt, all right, Matt's James. a proper bloke. Matt, Matt loves a beer, don't don't you, Matt? I'm drinking a beer right now. Led. Love a bit of football, don't you? Oh, soccer. Nice. Well, this is what I'm thinking. So, Sean, let's bring him into the fold just a little bit at a time. Oh, no. And I think the first thing he needs to do is support a football team. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about that, Sean? <laughs> uh, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I've got no no opinion on any of them, so I'm, I'm a blank slate. Can I, well, can I choose one perfect. for him? Can I choose one? Because I've got... No, no, no. I, see, I think that's the wrong thing to do because you don't choose <laughs> p- who people support. It's got to be Stoke, People choose who they it? support. He's got to support Stoke. Stoke. <laughs> Someone's got to. I mean, I don't know I about mean, the I team, would... but I know the place itself is fucking desolate, so... <laughs> <laughs> I would have you him down... You should see the stadium. I'd have him down as a uh, Cholton supporter myself, but uh, no, it's up to you, Sean. You've got to pick a team. Well, now... Yeah, pick a team. Just just pick a team. Well, growing we'll like when I was when I was growing up, everyone supported Man United. Yeah, but then Altrincham's closer. It's also much worse. Yeah. So it's you know it's a gamble. See, I feel like you can't just pick a team. Like you've got to have some sort of cultural roots there. You know. Um. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. But then, have you got like a family team? Is there anyone in your no, not Family really. support team. I mean, nice. uh, wife's, wow. wife's granddad supports Tranmere Rovers. Is that... <laughs> there we go. Tranmere <laughs> Rovers, you have got a new fan. Probably <laughs> your most famous fan in Sean Bell, the Tranmere and Rovers fan. If and anyone James, from Tranmere is listening, please James, get in touch. while we do the next thing, could you just know where Google... Could you Google Tranmere Rovers and get a few facts for them? I want uh, <laughs> club nickname... Uh, name of the stadium and manager, please. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, because I have got uh, something else to bring up this week before we get into the the normal show, the meat of the show. And uh, well, here at the Computer Game Show, we've got a very very good social media marketer in Matt Murray. Oh, where's take, this going? Take a bow, son. Um, so basically, everything's linked together. We've got you know Twitch pages, YouTube, oh, Twitter. Shit. I I think I know what you're going to say here. What? No, go on. Well, I logged in uh, today to our Google account, Matt, and um, I went to have a look at some stats on the YouTube videos, and and I noticed a few recommended videos on there, and I just thought, he hasn't, has he? Has he really gone and used YouTube normally while still logged into the Computer Game Show account? (laughs) (laughs) It turns out he has, and in front of me now, I have the complete history of everything that channel <laughs> has been watching. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just thought we'd go through a few of the videos. Cause hang on, I... hang on, hang on. Can I just check? <laughs> there's been a... I, do, I didn't I mean, think about this. To be fair, Matt, there's a lot of, like, Peppa Pig stuff, and I get that. 
because you've got a kid and, you know, YouTube videos are perfect for that stuff. But there's the odd little glimpse into your personality that crops up here. I mean, there are a few kind of like, like there's... Uh, Right, okay, to start from the beginning, there's a Shit, lot of battle, yeah. Battleborn videos, which, fair enough, you know, we were Is talking it? about Battleborn, you were probably looking into it, you know, yeah. wanted to be all research. A little bit of research. Fine. Mario Maker, okay, I kind of get that. Uh, London pub customers pranked by bank. Hang on, are, are you looking at our watch history? Because I'm looking at it, I've got nothing yes. on there. No, there's, there's, <laughs> have you deleted it all? Who's, um, who's, icelolly.com matt oh that's um that that's a client from work oh right <laughs> okay <laughs> we'll, we'll let you off then because some of these ice lolly videos are very strange uh street food around the world so matt's got an interest in street f- food it does get a little bit more about it. i mean there's a lot of let's play tomb raider legend videos do you care to explain that um not on there no <laughs> <laughs> lara dresses up all fancy. This is the description I, um, for a trip to Japan. I can't so, in case someone's listening. Big, big fan. <laughs> uh, you've got some My Little Pony videos on here. <laughs> that, that that was Elodie. Yeah. No, no, because they're expo videos. I don't think she'd be into that, mate. Um, they're going to be a whole, a whole host of reasons why that was on there. Uh, there is one. <laughs> oh, I've just seen that one there, yeah. There are some excellent videos about uh, streaming tips for Twitch. Oh streaming, Part one. Streaming tips or tits? <laughs> stream, <laughs> no, James. Streaming tips. If so you were you, logged in, it'd be very different. <laughs> were you looking up for ways to sort of, uh, um, uh, sort of become a a Twitch hit, then, Matt? Look, there's always there's always a time for self improvement, Dave, and um, YouTube is a perfect platform for that. What what um what what tips did you pick up from these videos, Matt? Uh, I got I got bored after about thirty seconds, <laughs> so not not a lot. I'm still working on that. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, again, there's a lot of Peppa Pig stuff on here. Limmy playing Dark Souls free. It's a quality program, Peppa Pig. There's nothing wrong with it. You know what? <clears throat> this is actually not as not as bad as it could have been. Summer workout routine. Um, that um that's just another YouTuber that I that I know. So that's just a. <laughs> I wish you got off this bit. <laughs> If it's any consolation, although, although I'll tell you what, I'm fucking glad that this is nothing like as bad as it could have been. I was going to no, say, I'm like, if this, out of that account. if this was me, then it'd just be loads of videos of women pretending to give me haircuts and eye exams. So it could be worse. I don't believe that that's all it is, as Sean. To be quite honest <laughs> with you, I think there's some worse shit on there because there's certainly some worse shit on my one. I mean, there is without a doubt. I'd be horrified. <laughs> there definitely if, is, Dave. Yeah, I honestly and. James, yeah. don't get me started with James. I mean, he's not even ashamed of the fact that he keeps watching this uh, YouTuber over and over and over <laughs> again, nothing wrong screen with grabbing her. it and sending it over to There's us. There's nothing wrong with her at all. She's very talented. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, Dave, I, uh, this isn't what I thought you were going to bring up, actually, because when I logged into the Computer Game Show YouTube channel the other day, <clears throat> I was looking at, at sort of the main homepage, uh, you know, as I do most days, and I looked at one of our playlists, um, the podcast one that had four Peppa Pig videos in it, <laughs> where Elodie must have mistakenly added into the playlist. <laughs> so I thought you were going to mention that, the fact that like, Peppa Pig was actually on the account, it's actually on our channel. But Oh yeah, I did key. notice that, I did notice that, you go to our videos on YouTube, there's a bunch of Peppa Pig stuff on there, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And yeah. then it clocked. That's how it clocked. I was like, 
oh right, okay, so Matt's been using YouTube logged in. Uh, and then I found all this weird shit about, you know, tips and, you know, summer workout videos and stuff like that. It's all very... Uh... Yeah, I've got I've got my beach body ready. <laughs> uh, right, okay, so... Uh, Dave, can let's... I, can I just say, when, when do you want this Tramir Rover stuff? Because there's some cracking stuff on here. <laughs> I, I can't okay, so Just pe- pepper it in. I, I really... It's not about when I want it, it's about when Sean wants it. Well, for when he goes to his first game that we're definitely going to take him <laughs> on, to. On film. Saturday. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure he's going to be happy with the nickname. Because the nickname, oh, they've got two nicknames, and one of them is... The, the Gamer Gators? Uh, well, it's getting close to that. One of them is the Super White Army, which is... Oh, uh, yeah. fuck! <laughs> Wow. You are kidding. For Sean. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm, Sean, Sean, before you get all weirded out, I'm pretty sure they play in white. So no, I know, okay. I know. But, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's but the then even white, if it was the other the... meaning, I'd fit right in. So It's all right, Sean. If you, It's okay. You can also just call them rovers. So if you you, oh, know, okay. you don't have to chant super white army, you can just, <laughs> just chant rovers. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, right, okay, so we're, we're back. I mean, I've been away for a week with Matt and family. We had a wonderful Hello. time in uh, in Butlins, didn't we? I, if, I yeah. mean, you might have already picked up that I'm incredibly ill and I've got a bunged up nose, so I apologise about that up front, um, but just deal with it. Uh, yeah, we and uh, Sean, I don't know about you, but I certainly believe that the best way to, de- to determine how good of a father you are is how many of those like um, soft toys you can get out of a claw machine. <laughs> because nah, rubbish. rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Well, <laughs> How much money did you? <clears throat> you know, they're are you going to tell right? us it's all rigged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We all know they're rigged. Okay. Uh, yeah, exactly, Sean. It, it they are stop. rigged. <laughs> it did stop. Matt Doesn't matter how much money you put in them, they are rigged. Matt, what Fact. you put? Thirteen to fifteen quid in it? You're joking. Well, it's probably about twelve pounds or so, but that's what I'm willing to admit in case my wife listens. <laughs> that's a lie. I mean, you'd already put four quid in before I'd put a pound in and got a toy out already. What was that it? No, it was thirty p. I started with thirty p. Bang, toy <laughs> wait, straight wait, away. Wait, wait. You know, you know. I said they were rigged. Do you know? Do you know precisely in what way they are rigged? Who is the they... best dad gets the most toys? <laughs> and we've already explained this. Sadly not. No, no, it's not that. It's who chooses the easiest toy to catch, if anything. Peppa Pig <laughs> is a very tough cut toy. It's very hard. It's a very heavy toy. No, very I think bulbous. it's common knowledge that they're set to a certain amount of money you put in. and then Dave, the... you, Dave you chose the minion. I, I've looked online. Just look at the history <laughs> on YouTube. It's the easiest it's toy nothing. to get in all cranes across the UK. I've done <laughs> the research. Oh, it's I'm got nothing to do with I'm that. the best dad. It's, Prophetic. It's, a, it's about when the, re- when the machine's ready to pay out, it'll lock the claw. Yeah, but it'll what, actually grab properly the rest of the time. Just what, was, exactly. what was it fucking wasn't hilarious? It wasn't weird to pay out. It wasn't weird to pay out. So what you, what you do is you, you wait for someone else to spend loads of money, give up, and then you dive in. <laughs> and then you... Yeah, there was someone <laughs> definitely standing behind Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was good. We got, we got up to loads of stuff. We went on the flumes, didn't we, Matt? Yeah. When... Um... I mean, obviously it's a holiday for the kids, but when when the wives and kids, you know, we took them off somewhere else, and it was time for Dave and I to have some fun on the flumes. Yeah, she said. They said to us, um, uh, we said we were in the water park bit, and we said, oh, we want to go on some flumes, and they said, we'll tell you what, we'll take the kids away to get dried out, and we'll, we'll dried down, and then we'll see you outside. So you've got like twenty minutes or whatever to go down some water slides and stuff, and we were like, okay, yeah, sure. We were in there for an hour and a half at least. <laughs> and uh, one of my favourite moments was seeing Matt. They they have one of those water slides where you go into a huge bowl with a hole at the bottom. And um, I was up at the top and I could look down into the bowl as he was like swinging around it. 
What I didn't know was the moment you enter the bowl, the whole thing lights up with disco music and like proper blaring. Everyone was looking over, just thinking, what the fuck? As As Matt was being flung around this bowl, it was very funny. Also, another one of my favourite moments from the weekend was watching my son experience headphones for the first time. Holy shit. Like, you don't think about them now, do you? You just think, headphones on, listen to music. First time he'd ever experienced headphones blew his fucking mind. <laughs> he kept taking them off and putting them back on again and going, what the fuck? I can hear music now. And when I remove this thing, I can't hear the music. But then when I put it back on, I can hear them again. Like he was blown, like it blew his mind. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. So yeah, it was good. You you uh, you went to Centre Parks though, right, Sean? I did. <laughs> it was all right. We played some Gang Beasts. Is that is that any better? Because last time oh, I played, Beast. I really yeah, yeah, didn't enjoy wicked, it. I mean, why? When did you last play it? Are you not you not a fan? Uh, I I mean, it was fun, but I, it just seemed too random to be. It, like, it properly still enjoyable. is. Yeah, like it, it's never gonna like you won't see it at Evo anytime soon. It's not a it's not gonna be a tournament game. It is always just gonna be a stupid party game. Yeah, but um, I know I'm all, I'm all right with that. Yeah, maybe it's like a VR version of that, right? Yeah, I don't really see the point though, because all it is is that you yeah. you can like it's not like first person or anything. You just control the camera with your head. Hold on, they're genuinely doing a VR version of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, well, a VR. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're gonna pour VR into it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Matt will just play anything in VR these days. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't matter. Does not <laughs> matter. Excited. Uh, but it's been quite a sad week, really, for video games, and uh, maybe like I got a bit self conscious about how how. Uh, how much of a punch in the stomach it felt when I've read that Microsoft were discontinuing the Xbox 360. Because like, I'm 31 years of age, I sh- that shit should not affect me as much as it did for that microsecond when I read the tweet. But I genuinely thought, oh, that's sad. Because that console was, for me, I mean, I, it was probably my favourite console of all time, which is mm-hmm. a, a strong statement. Uh, but I, I suppose because I was there for day one, like I'd when I moved up to Milton, I just moved up to Milton Keynes. We got a big uh, payout from the company that relocated us, so I had it, money was no problem when the get, when the console was launched. Um, and being there day one with all these games and all the pads and everything, and just having everything there, it was like such a special moment. And the build up to it was was like no other. I mean, it wasn't like the PS4 and Xbox One. There was no sort of arguments about whether it was going to be good or not everyone seemed genuinely genuinely blown away by the xbox 360 from the moment it was announced Mm. you know it was an odd shape it looked cool the pad was just a huge step up from anything before i remember going into game station and trying out one of those demo units yeah with call of duty 2 yeah yeah (laughs) and just thinking this controller feels insane it was uh yeah man like and then when you look at the progression it made with like the new dashboards that kept coming out, the the sort of uh, Xbox Live being taken to the next level over uh, Xbox One, you know, party chat systems and stuff like that. Uh, that console did a hell of a lot. Anyone else have fond memories or is it just me? <laughs> no, seriously. You're, no, you're totally right because it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely up there probably as one of my favourites as well because it's got such a massive like library of games as well. Like there's, yeah. there's so much... On it, and I mean, I do remember like the launch day because I had that whole thing about whether I was actually going to be able to get one or not. Because you know there was all like you know supply constraints and you know 
I wanted like the twenty gig one, but then you know you got the dreaded phone call to say, "Oh, sorry, we've only got the uh, we've only got the ones without anything." You got the basic. Do you, yeah. do you still want it? And it's that, but yeah, in the end, I got the twenty gig. But it's the only console I've ever got out of bed like in the night time to go and get. Like you know, cause <laughs> it was it was exciting, you know, to just like, go and pick it up and yeah. I mean, you remember that period because it was like people just jumped from game to game, like everyone was on the same game because there yeah. wasn't that much stuff on live. But mm. then that was part of the fun with that because it was kind of like everyone had the same stuff. You could always get games with good people. It was, um, yeah, it was a really good period that time. I don't I remember mean, any of the launch games being particularly amazing. Uh, PGR was like, like amazing online. I mean, PGR was quite good, but mm. we sort of settled with uh, Bankshop Billiards too, didn't we? For a yeah, long we, time. Well, you remember that? There was also that was when like Live Arcade came out, and then everyone was saying, "Oh look, Gauntlet will come out." Gauntlet was amazing, and then we <laughs> bought it, and it was awful. Yeah. It's, it's it's aged very badly. But <laughs> yeah, there was that, but yeah, there was. Um, I mean, Perfect Dark Zero was was not that great. <laughs> yeah, it was but awful we, online. We yeah. played that for a while, and then I think what was the first really big like multiplayer? That's what I'm trying to think now. That's exactly what I'm trying to think now. Surely, what was the first? Surely, it was Halo Three. No, because no, that that's... wasn't that like a year after release. Possibly. It was, yeah, I mean, I, think... I was I was quite late. Um, I only picked up a 360 when Bioshock came out, so that's 2007. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then and then I think Halo Three came after I got a three sixty. So yeah, so there must have been something no. big prior to that. I remember what it was. There was Ghost Recon, oh, uh, you know, yeah. Advanced Advanced Warfighter, you know, that came out. Mm. That Did was we like play a, that much? I don't remember. We, us playing yeah, we, that in, much. in the beginning we played it a lot because don't you remember it used to crash all the time because it couldn't cope with like the amount of stuff that was on screen and all that at the same time. It was <laughs> I crazy. do not Sounds remember great. playing that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, weird. Yeah. There was that, and there was also. But then, when did Vegas come out? Like Rainbow Six? Was that after Halo? Because I don't think it was. I'm sure it was before. I don't then. think it was after Halo. I think it was before Halo. It must have been actually. well before it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Wow, we know nothing. Uh, but then, when you think about it, like the, the the amount of games we got totally addicted to on that on Xbox Live, you know, the Horde yeah. mode in in um, Gears of War Two, and uh, yeah. Left for Dead when we were caning Left Left for Dead over and over and over again, um, and of course, like you know, Modern Warfare. Uh, you know, there, there was just such a huge amount of incredible games that just felt <laughs> like such a cut above everything else that was on offer. I mean, the PS4 so you... was, uh, the PS3 was okay, but for online, it just didn't, ma- didn't match up with the Xbox 360, did it? Mm. Yeah, See, I mean, that, like... that's what's sorry, sorry, sorry. that's. That's really what's kind of funny, though, isn't it? Because also, that was one of the other real strengths of the 360 was, okay, aside from the hardware with the Red Ring of Death, which is obviously is a massive issue, <laughs> the software was really solid, and so was Live at that time as well. Like, yeah, it yeah. hardly ever went down. Like, it was it was very, very reliable, like, most of the time, compared with what we got now, which is, yeah. <laughs> but then you say that, but you, yeah, you say that about the software, but then you, you, you do, you can't talk about the 360s life without mentioning the the uh, the Red Ring of Death that that yeah. sort of churned out. I mean, I must have had about in its lifespan, I probably had about four Xboxes in total, <laughs> which I know is a relatively small number compared to a lot of people. You know, see, that's crazy because I had I had one which got repaired once and then the rest the rest of the time it was fine. Mm. I mean it sounds it's I've still got it somewhere and it sounds like a jet engine. Like you know <laughs> like when you switch it on like you can't hear anything else in the room. The TV has to be on maximum volume because otherwise you can't hear it. But it was still going. It was and it was the launch launch one as well. It, like, did you not end up getting a slim in the end? I did, yeah, but then I sold it when I went to when I went when I went back to China. 
because I was like, I don't really need this like, at the moment, so I sold it. But, yeah. Did did anyone pick up the ones that looked exactly like the Xbox One? That was a weird I've, one. I've <laughs> never seen one, one of those in a while as well. You've I've got, got one, one actually. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah, but actually, I'm also trying to offload that at the moment because I don't really need it anymore. Um, but yeah, I got one of those. It's it's not that different to the Slim though. It's it's really really similar. It's um yeah. I remember Matt being adamant that he was never going to buy one, and then we beat him down so much that he finally bought one really late on into its life. And yeah. I remember the first night of him coming on Xbox Live to play, uh, was it Gears of War? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I bought it before, before Halo 3, so it wasn't that late, but it was, it was, it was very late. It felt late. When? When, sorry? It was before Halo 3. No way. No possible. way. Okay, maybe it's Halo 4. I remember there's a Halo game I bought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was before Halo 4 <laughs> rather than 3. But I remember you sitting down to play it for the first time and uh, logging on to Xbox Live and you instantly saying that night, oh, right, this is why everyone says this is better than PS3. <laughs> like, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, like, how good the games looked or anything like that, but it was the fact that we were all chatting over Xbox Live while I think you were in the marketplace buying... Chick slippers for your avatar. Yeah, got some bad news, lads. Uh, Gears Go of on. War was nearly a full year before Halo Three. Oh, okay, mm. that's that's fine, isn't it? Why, why is that bad news? Well, because you're all saying it's the other way around. No, we said for, uh, Rainbow <laughs> Six, didn't we? we, we oh, I thought you were talking about Gears of War. No, 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 no fucking hell! No, because we didn't we didn't play much Gears of War online. We're only uh, okay. only in co op really. With, it was you yeah, know, it was the when two Horde, missions. It's when Horde mode comes out we started to play it because mm. the because I, I remember playing the original Gears of War like online and it was okay, but then it got for some reason it seemed to attract really nasty people like playing <laughs> it, and it was just <laughs> it was just not very nice to play. It was just like kind of horrible. So yeah, we we didn't play it that much until yeah the Horde mode comes out, which was better. I was trying to think of some of the other big games that were uh, that sort of took over our life on that thing. I mean, uh, Red Dead obviously it was a multi uh, multi platform game, but that was just just incredible. The amount of like fucking adventures I've been on on that system, and you know it has to die. It has to die. They can't keep making them. <laughs> um, but but you know it does. It don't does can't, you the feel end of the can't they don't, though? I feel like they well, could. this is the thing. Don't make you it a feel lot cheaper. Though, that it feels a bit like they're trying to force people onto Xbox One, like by killing this now. Yeah, definitely. The I mean, As the PS2, the PS2 lasted a lot longer than the 360 has done. I'm sure, like it's been around for a long time, and the 360 has never even gone below 100 pounds. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, I can't believe they haven't done a 99 dollar version, or even like yeah. a so 99 pound version, but like one that's maybe like super small, like an Apple TV size. Why yeah. would they you know, want to do there's that? There's so much they could do. Well, because. £99, that's still an impulse buy. Yeah. yeah, it's like massive library of games. It might get people into Xbox again, you know, for doing that, seeing as what's happened with the next generation. But yeah, yeah. Like if I you think, buy I someone, like if you buy like a, a slim, you know, a tiny version of an Xbox 360 or whatever, then people are only going to buy second-hand games for it, and that's exactly. why Microsoft couldn't give a shit. So <laughs> what if you make it a download-only console? That would work, that. yeah. Just don't give it yeah. a disc tray, so everyone has to go or, through Xbox Live. Or yeah, make you your experiment Xbox that way. One backwards compatible and get people to buy that. <laughs> you're not, James. You're not thinking like a businessman here. You're thinking, you're oh, no, thinking I, well, like an I idiot. I am because that's that's why I said like they've obviously done this on purpose because they're trying to force people onto Xbox One. Like that's clearly the plan. But the thing is, is like the Xbox One. Okay, it's not really really expensive, but it's still more expensive than like a you know like a 360 would have been. 
Mm. No, I don't see what you mean. What are you trying to say? What what you what are you I'm trying, trying to say? To say I'm here? Try- no, what I'm trying to say is there is a market for you know like a cheaper for a cheaper machine. But if they could get a they could get a percentage of that market to buy the new one anyway, then but why okay? Surely it'd be why better. then? Why then would Sony keep the PlayStation going for so long? Like the PS2, for example. I, why I did have, they do that? Well, if no you idea. if you recall, they actually took the PS2 emulation out of the PS3 because, well, the, their logic was that because it prevents you from buying inferior previous generation games. But actually, <laughs> what it was is that everyone was just buying secondhand copies of stuff and not buying PS3 games instead. Also, That's a bit I, like their I logic could... with the um, with the what's it called the first controller that they had for the PS3, you know, the one without <laughs> Rumble, because yeah. because Rumble was so last generation. Yeah, you know, better you off without me. Also, I could I could be wrong here, but I f- I think that it was kept around for a long time because it could still be sold as a, like a really cheap DVD player. Yeah. So like people would go, actually, it's really cheap. Plus, I could put a few games on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I th- I think it still had that market, whereas the Xbox 360 doesn't really. And I'm just guessing. All I'm saying is that this is a perfectly logical thing for Microsoft to do. It makes total sense. It's just a bit sad because I quite liked it. But let's yeah. face it, I was never going to buy another one. Like, that's <laughs> it now. I'm done with it. Especially it's a little bit annoying. Well, Sorry, James, you go. I was going to say, especially now that they've got the backwards compatibility, you like that's why I'm getting rid of my one because I think actually there's enough games now that are backwards compatible that I really don't need to keep the old one anymore. That was mm. the point. So, you know. Good. But so is, is the Walking Dead series backwards compatible? Uh, n- because no, that's something that really annoys me. So obviously, I played on 360 like many millions of other people. Also, like many millions of other people, I also then bought a PS4. Yeah, I can't move my save because cross-platform. Mm. I get that, but I want to like move. To, I don't mind really buying it again if I can move my save. They've just announced today that season three is obviously coming. You know, fairly soon. I don't. I don't want to have to get my Xbox 360 out of the loft to play it, but. I don't know what other options I've got. It's so annoying. Yeah, everyone's going to be in that situation, aren't they? Because like I've got it on, I played it on 360, and the Xbox One one isn't going to do that. Mm. Although they did give it away for free recently on Xbox One, the first series. Like, yeah, I, 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 I actually, don't, I don't even mind buying it again. I just want to be able to like, transfer my save. And if I've saved the first thing in the cloud, can't I transfer the save? I mean, yeah, if anyone listening knows, please Xbox email or, or tweet us. I need to know. It is stupid that the Xbox it's One annoying. version of that game does not use the saves that you've saved on your Xbox 360 version of that it's game. Ridiculous. Um, and I always said it should be one of those situations where it just throws up a code, like a number. It doesn't matter how long it is. Like, even if you have to write it down or whatever, it just throws up a, a code that equates to all the decisions you've made. And then you can type that in to the... Uh, into the next version of the game or whatever, like the next uh, the console's version of the game or whatever. Uh, and then it just you know, calculates all your uh, decisions you've made through that code. But, uh, See, that's new. what, I mean, Telltale had, like, their whole, like, Telltale accounts thing that they set up not so long ago because the Game of Thrones like, game had that. Oh, yeah. And you're thinking, why don't they just, like, save your... Because you have to log in with, like, a Telltale account. Why don't they save your decisions on that? Yeah, you and, know, like, you carry then, that over. That would make total yeah. sense because the information's there. So, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, there's not that many decisions. I mean, there's only about, I don't know, 10, 10 per... Per, um, like, you know, game. Whatever, you so know, that, that, just to point out, if you haven't already worked it out, James has completely plucked that from thin air. He has no <laughs> idea. <laughs> about ten. I was, I was, no, I was struggling with what, what type of thing was it? Is it an opposite sort of game or a game? Or, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. I yeah, it's a game. Yeah. 
It's an interactive video game experience, David. Sorry, computer game experience. Speaking of dropping the 360 and pushing people onto new consoles, uh, what do you guys make of all this uh, 0.5 console business, the Xbox uh, One and the PS4? Yeah. James, you were quite passionate about the PS4 announcing a uh, 4.5, right? Yeah, well, it just seems really strange, the whole thing, to be honest. I mean, it seems that it's definitely going to happen. Like, everyone's saying it's going to happen. Because, you know, it's got, like, the their codename Neo. So someone at Sony clearly uh, has a hard Sorry, James, Matrix. I was going to interrupt you. Uh, for the audience out there, see if you can detect the anti-Sony bias. Uh, come on, James, carry on. What the hell is that? Well, now that you just told is... everyone there is one, they're going to be looking for it. So that's that's not entirely fair, is it? <laughs> I can just sense like a oh, so no 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 because it's going to be the same for the Xbox One as well because I'm going to get to that you'll you'll see I'm going to okay. eviscerate everybody. It's like, it basically it's going to be really racist and then say but I also don't like whites so it's come okay. On, come on, Sean's the one who supports the super white army. It's true. <laughs> so it's good. Come on, Tramir. So anyway, come on, James. So anyway, so it's codenamed Neo. So as I said, someone at Sony clearly has a hard on for the Matrix, you know, because they got like the VR headset. That was the Morpheus, yeah. First of all, that's a, that's a yeah. joke that he's thought of so hard this week that he had to say it's it twice good. to make sure it got out there. But carry it's, on. It's it's pretty good. I was, I was quite proud of it, so I, I nah. didn't want to let it go away. Nah, I mean, Max it was all over Twitter it. the day it was announced. But crack on. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, so the whole thing was it was supposed to be the PS4K, wasn't it? That was the yeah. initial sort of thing. But apparently, it's only it's two point two five times more powerful than the current PS4. You know, more memory, that kind of thing. But apparently, it won't even use it. Won't even like display like in-game four K anyway. Brilliant. So, so what's the point of this? Like, what's the point? Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree to to some extent. I. I mean, I'm not. I have no interest in in, uh, in in buying one. I haven't got a 4K TV. I can't see myself getting a 4K TV in the near future. Um, mm. I think there's still the option of video playback in 4K, and we're not. We they haven't confirmed what sort of uh, Blu-ray drives in it, whether that will support 4K Blu-rays or whatever. But uh, um, I don't. I, I I can see what you're saying. I can't see an a decent argument to introduce this to the market because they're still going to have to limit all of the new games that come out to be able to play with the PS4 as it is. Like, I can't see... They're not going to unleash the full potential of a more powerful PS4. So what? what is it for? See, apparently, I mean, it's got... There's, like, games are going to have to be developed using, like, a base mode and a Neo mode. Yeah. So you've yeah. got those two things going on. So you've got two... There's two... Okay... My Sony bias would be like, there's two potential problems with this. Like, one is that if development has to go into base mode, where's the incentive to go the extra mile for like making the Neo mode even better when maybe the install base is smaller? Like we've seen this with like the 3DS, for example. You know, the, the new 3DS mm. doesn't make make much difference. But then also you've got the problem with that also is that if the other concern is that if the base mode still exists, are g- games going to end up like Hyrule Warriors Legends, as in? They play on the original hardware, but it's awful. I don't. I don't think that'd be the case because the the PlayStation base user base is so huge that I don't think that developers can ignore those people. Like, mm. 
I don't know what the user base is for the uh, the the 3DS. I'm I'm sure it's still I, big. I'm I sure it's still it's, big. I'm sure it's bigger than the PS4 at the moment. You think? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, surprise no, me. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, I'm just having a look. It's uh, yeah, it's bigger than the PS4s. No, have they sold? Right, it, 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 see, there's a difference between active user base and unit sold, isn't there? Okay, so PS4 sales are at 35.9 million, yeah. and 3DS sales are at 57.94 million. <laughs> that, is, that is a lot bigger, isn't it? Mm. And, we've right, had, so and we've had how many new 3DS-specific games? So you've got right. Hyrule Warriors that, mm, that does run yeah. on both, but shouldn't. Um, and then you've yeah. got Xenoblade Chronicles. That's it. Yeah. That's a lot. I think the only difference here is that, that Sony have specifically spelled out... Uh, quite strict rules as to what uh the least they'll expect for the base units and how yeah. those games will run you know it's got to hit a certain frame rate and hold it for a certain percentage or something i don't know i'm not a technical guy but from the stuff that i read they are really going out to protect people that have bought the base model which is fair enough but then that brings james's question back into it What's the point in bringing out a new one then? Because yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna use that new console to its full potential because it's gonna be held back by the old base model, and uh, all of this just sounds like a massive ball ache to uh, to game testers. Because I mean, I was listening to Giant Bomb talk about this stuff uh, last week, and they made a few good points. The first being, um, games uh, developers are going to have to test. Uh, both versions of the game, right, on the two different hardwares. So they've, they're going to have to treat it like two separate releases. And reviewers are going to have to test it on both uh, units. So it's making their life more difficult as well. So, all right, okay, maybe that is just such a minor point. It's not really worth worrying about. I mean, it's certainly the the consumers at consumer level they won't be bothered what they will be bothered about is if they've got a base unit they put in a game and it runs like shit because console gamers i know it happens right i'm not saying it's it's perfect but they're not used to games properly running like shit and the moment that starts happening that's when people will start getting pissed off with it i think um it's gonna be interesting it's the same, because I mean, there's this whole thing, like the Xbox One, maybe that's going to do the same thing as well. And, I mean, the thing about that is I kind of feel the same as you. Like, I don't I don't really care if they do this. Like, if they do this for Xbox One, it doesn't really bother me. The thing I care about with them is that they get the software right and get live to work, because that's the main problems on that platform, I think. So why have you got more of an issue with PlayStation, Sony doing it than Microsoft? I haven't. I haven't got, I got any issue with it. I, don't, I mean, I'm just saying, or I haven't got a problem with them doing it. I'm just saying I don't see the point in them doing it. Like, I don't. I don't see what what the benefit is here. I mean, I can see a point for for the manufacturers because they can suddenly have like a higher price higher price console on the shelves. But but for consumers, I'm not sure. I mean, they're obviously this is obviously going to the same sort of smartphone model where every year you would potentially upgrade to the, the latest, greatest, newest, best model. But that works for smartphones because you're paying like you're paying for it on a monthly contract. You're essentially financing it. Whereas a games console, people don't tend to do that. So, and also, people have it in their minds that a smartphone will last two years, yeah. you know, um, and then they'll upgrade. Whereas people going in buying a video games console are thinking, this is going to last me for seven, eight years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the next generation of consoles will come. And this stuff confuses it a, a little bit, I think. Um, I just, 
I don't know. I think uh, these companies are wanting a little bit more money in the in the interim between the two consoles. Also, I, I might be mad, but it doesn't feel like the PlayStation Four has been out that long. What is it like two and a half years? Yeah, it's not that long. That's more so. than that, surely. No, no, no it's I around so. that. It was just just before Eddie was born. Yeah, so about, about two and a half. Yeah. Okay, it was like, it was like November twenty thirteen. So you just kind of think, right, they're looking to upgrade it already. But then I suppose, you know, by the time it's out, three years, then you are looking at sort of halfway through its lifespan before people are already talking about the next console. Mm. Or was this like just an admission that it was underpowered in the beginning? Like both Xbox One and PS4 were kind of underpowered. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what you mean by that. Compared with PCs that were out at the same time. Yeah, but isn't that the same with every console generation ever? No. But, I mean, really. PCs it, have it, it always didn't... been the more powerful place mm. to play video games. It didn't used to be like that because, um, you know, during like the PlayStation, you know, the and like N sixty four era and all that kind of thing, it was definitely not like that. You know, you bought a console because it was it was better. Like, I don't stage. think that's true. <laughs> I, I think PCs always been well ahead of consoles. That was always like know, the, not... that was like it's only in the last few years, if anything, it's gone the other way. Um, I don't know because I think it, before three before like three D accelerator cards came out, like PCs were not that good for for a lot of games. Like compared, like if you bought like if you think like back to like nineteen, okay, like nineteen like mid nineties, like that kind yeah. of time. If you bought a PC, you were looking at like a Pentium, I don't know Pentium two, Pentium three, yeah, yeah. around that time, and they they were not the, the kind of games they were running. They were obviously more advanced in some ways, but visually they weren't as impressive for what was coming out on James. The consoles. Yeah, but Mate, the equivalent, like the the like the PlayStation ports of PC games, were uniformly worse. Mm-hmm. So you're you you're also talking about twenty years ago now, James. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> old, so you know. <laughs> what about when the mid nineties? When <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting on, to see like how yesterday. like the way things swing, though. Like sort of last generation uh, or last console generation. Like most game development, especially because you know consoles started getting in on uh, like distributing indie games as well, so consoles had a much bigger um, share, I think, um, of the market than they used to, and I think that that sort of had an impact on how people made games as well. They made them for the consoles first, and then and then moved into the PC. Whereas prior to the 360 and the PS3, like most things were sort of well, a lot of things were produced for the PC first. Um, which was great because then that meant that like last generation you could get a decent gaming PC for like four hundred quid, whereas previous you know, uh, you know, ten years ago it would have cost you like fucking like a grand if you wanted something that was going to play um, you know later stuff. Whereas now, like because loads of people have bought PCs again, like a lot of people, I, I seem to see a lot more people using PCs as their main thing again. Which is interesting, and then you know, and then you sort of look at like Steam, which now has big picture mode because they're also more aware that people are actually having these things in their living room now, or at least connected to their living room TV somehow. So it's like it's sort of swung back and forth over the last sort of twenty years. It's weird. Yeah, uh, I still think they're very separate markets. To be honest with you, Sean, mm. and I, I don't think people go into a video con uh, like a console marketplace hoping to upgrade within the next two or three years. Oh, yeah, I think they want the convenience of resting on what they've got for a long time and knowing that the console they've got will still be able to play the latest games in five or six years' time. Mm -hmm. 
And the way yeah. this is going, I don't think you're going to have that sort of security, you know? It's a shame. No. I mean, historically, that, that is how it's always been. But this, you know, clearly these guys, Sony and Microsoft are trying to change that. So it will be more of a smartphone, te- uh, smartphone sort of um, mentality where in the next, you know, five or so years, we, 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 we won't be able to believe that we had a console for eight years or for five years previously, you know, because it will start to be the norm whereby every year or two there's like a new version and you get the better version. You sell the old one to pay for the new one. I, hope I not, can see that happening. I don't want to totally. have to pay three hundred pound every few few years to keep playing video games. You know? <laughs> I, I, you I know, that, but I can you, tell you see it happening. Thinking, if they do that, then you, I would just be thinking, I'd just buy a PC or whatever, because I'm sure it'd be like easier to do that. Than but, no, but, but then, if you had a PC, I, I would imagine every two to three years, if you wanted to play the best games, you would probably pay that on the graphics card. Yeah, that's true. Right. So not I, that. I, I mean, new graphics card. You can spend like about hundred, hundred and fifty, and get something that's gonna run everything that comes out that year easily. Okay, cool. Is right, this, how much is a nine eighty? The what? How much is a nine eighty graphics card? Is it, that, that's widely regarded as the best one right now, right? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's what I mean. No, it's okay. like with the PCs, you don't. The way development is at the moment, like you can spend like four hundred quid on a PC and it will run everything better than the current consoles will. That's tempting. Like, so you don't have to spend a huge amount anymore, um, and especially like like I say, now that you can get ones that actually look nice and don't have to be big fucking towers or whatever, like you can just get sort of small ones that will like won't completely embarrass you in the living room. I know, but it's just you, I've said this before. I don't want to tweak with settings, Sean. I don't. <laughs> I mean, look at the Dark Souls tweets floating about when that game come out. Okay, guys, so I've got it. If you're playing on PC, make sure that you unequipped a shield before going near a bonfire. Just like, man, I'll cut fuck off. But then um, so you say that, but then I got the I got the PC version of Dark Souls three because I heard there's fucking loads of frame rate issues with the Xbox One and PS4 versions. Uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's not as bad as the first uh, Dark Souls was, to be fair. No, but it does have the occasional moments. Right, uh, we should really talk about what we've been playing this week. Um, I, I I mean I've got a very short one, but it's something that I just wanted to. Uh, give a nod to really we uh come across an old sega rally 2 machine didn't we matt we did now it was I beautiful didn't, i didn't know how much of a fan of sega rally matt was until we actually sat down <laughs> and uh and spoke about it before because we we'd seen it the day before we said we'd play it and then we had a chat about it and it was like oh yeah okay matt is absolutely obsessed with sega rally um so anyway we pumped a, a pound into this machine and we played it and I tell you what, other than, like, the graphics, the, the bad graphics didn't bother me. The only thing that bothered me was the resolution. Like, I found mm. it hard to see too far ahead on the track, which mm. is strange because we're so used to high definition and long draw distances and stuff. Everything else, man, felt like it hadn't aged a single day and that game could <laughs> come out again as it was with a new resolution, you know, higher def or whatever, and it would still be just as enjoyable. We played, I mean, we managed to get seven laps in because it, it worked differently then, didn't it? Because, you know, it didn't try and just boot you out like with, with after like three minutes of play. I mean, we had a good 15 minutes on that machine and uh, and the racing was just so enjoyable. Like, it was so good. And it, it bothers me that Sega have, you know, the... 
again, we we say shit like this all the time, but this just blows my mind. If Sega were to say, okay, Sega Rally 1 and 2, just with new graphics, same handling, same amount of cars, same tracks, just with new graphics, here it is for like 20 quid. Who, You'd buy it, wouldn't you? Like <laughs> online online time time attack well, and stuff play, like that. Um, did you play the version of Sega Rally they did for the 360 and PS3, I think? It was in uh, Sumo Digital, did it? Like 2009, maybe? I remember owning it. And I remember being disappointed by it. Okay. But it was also in a period of my life where I was disappointed by everything. So, I mean, I watched Jackie Brown in that period of my life and hated it. I recently watched <laughs> Jackie Brown and hate my, that period of my life now more than anything else. I'm like, I could have liked this for a long time, but instead I was just a moody little prick. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if that game was legitimately bad or not, but I, I remember not enjoying it. Yeah, just having a look. It was 2007 I mean, that was, and then they did they did a apparently there's an online arcade version of Sega Rally. Not, I, not I need to know whether that Sega, Sega Rally, Rally is backwards compatible. I need to play that now. Yeah, yeah. The, the the original Sega Rally wasn't on Xbox Live, was it? According to no, this, no, no, it was. No. I don't know if it's exactly the same. Yeah, it, it was, but um, no, it's backwards compatible because no, they got like no, problems not, with the licensing. Not Sega Rally One. I, 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 you're talking about the reboot, which is just called Sega Rally. But no, no, no. That was Sega that's Rally. the 2007 one. Then after that, there was a there was a Xbox Live Arcade version. But it wasn't of the original Sega Rally, surely. I think, yeah, I think it, it might. Was. Be. I, I was. remember it. I do not believe that. No, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the qualifying factor here. I put a tweet up about it, and Leon Cox of Kane and fucking Rince, no less, <laughs> turned around and said, no, they've never done it. Okay, so, man. you're wrong, Sean, because I trust. I'm just saying what's Leon Cox with my life. Oh, here we go. Right, okay. The online arcade <laughs> one was a version of Sega Rally 3. It's also been delisted, I think. Bloody so Tramley fans. Whatever, man. What a write-off. <laughs> Sega Rally. Yeah, I, I know, I yeah, mean... yeah. Sega Rally is incredible. It, it was still incredible to play in the arcade. Like, from the moment we turned it on... I knew like the first corner. I, I, oh, it's just the, the the first game is still one of my favorite racing games of all time. You know, just have like, three tracks, four cars, or uh, so I don't know, four tracks, three cars. It's just it was, oh, it's just beautiful. I'm, 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 I, I told us today, but there was a there was a, a cheat code or something on the original Sega Rally on Saturn where you could actually race AM2 the developers, and I, I'm, me and my mate Pete played it so much we actually well, we, we could actually beat the ghost of AM2. <laughs> you know, we actually came that game so much, and like it was on, it's obviously on the seafront in the arcades, like you know, near my near where I used to live, and we always had like you know really sort of ferocious close close races on that game, and playing the game with Dave. Obviously, this is Sega Ray Two in the arcade, but yeah, it's the arcade handling is just so so fun. It's just such a class game. It's just uh, drifting feels perfect, and uh, the, you know you ha- you have to hit brake at the right time. Like I'd forgotten that you had to brake in those games, and you couldn't just rely on just trying to swing it round the corner. <laughs> like you had to, you know, ride it a little bit more than you do in in, in most modern drifting games. But um, yeah, I mean, who could forget the the little hump with the little splash of water in between another <laughs> little hump. I mean, that <laughs> that bit was enough to, like, just... All right, that wasn't in Sega Rally 2, but, like, it just took back all, all those memories of me and my brother sitting there with a Sega Saturn just playing those courses over and over and over again, shaving, you know, milliseconds off each other's times. It's so good. Oh, mate, listen to this. Uh, the marketing campaign. God, this was a, this was for the, the reboot in 2007. Yeah. Marketing campaign... <laughs> 
included a series of three short comedy films that revolve around the antics of two valley girls as a racing partnership titled Tonya and Donya, blah, 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 blah. Each of the films ends with the strapline, Drive Like a Man. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Couldn't get away with that in, in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> Another time. Yeah, actually, fuck Sega Rally. It's awful and sexist. Well done, Matt. Oh, I still love it. All I'm saying... This I need to play a game again. Was I, about... I need to find a way to have Sega Rally on current consoles. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to get an old one out. This, oh, this, God, whole, so this whole uh, section of the show is basically saying, Sega, if you're listening, just bring it out, will you? I mean, are they still about Sega these days? Yeah, they're or making not, pachinko they? machines, aren't they? Yeah, they're <laughs> Sega Sammy. Just take a break from those pachinko machines. Just bring out Sega Rally. Just with better graphics. Fine. Oh, I mean, my God. I, I, I was a huge Sega fan, but I mean, as we, we've discussed briefly on, on this show, I didn't have like a NES or SNES. I was pure Master System, Mega Drive, and then Saturn, and then Dreamcast. And, and yeah, I, I, was absolutely, I was absolutely devastated when Sega left the hardware business. And, and I guess now, seemingly, you know, um, the software business to a lesser extent and I, it was always my dream that one day I'd like pick up a gaming magazine again showing my age but pick up a gaming magazine it'll say like Sega are back and uh, yeah and, and they release like a new console at E3 and all the old classics are back like Daytona what a sweet Sega dream Rally. that is like what a sweet dream oh, I, I miss <laughs> Sega so much I, I loved the official Sega magazine Mean Machine Sega Saturn magazine oh like I still remember people like you know, Steve Key and other sort of journalists around that time that were writing in these Sega magazines that I absolutely loved. Oh, God, I miss Sega so badly in Sega Rally. Jesus oh, Christ. I, I could okay. cry. It's so This is good. getting weird. I mean, you Sega know, Rally too. I have dreams of like winning a lottery and spending all the money on just like, you know, just weird shit. <laughs> and, uh, you, you just want to pick up a magazine and see Sega Rally, Sega's back. It's quite sweet, really. But I've got that dream. My other, my other dream is that I, I, pick, I wake up in the morning, again, pick up a paper. I don't know what sort of Matt Murray this is. It clearly isn't the real one, but pick up a paper. And it's got like a picture of like some UFO or alien on the front. Again, okay, I'm, I'm a very weird man. <laughs> but I just like, the, the idea of waking up and looking at Twitter, and I was like, oh my fuck, fucking God, have you seen what's happening in America? And like, anyway, I push it, I admit it on the podcast. But... No, no, no. Say Granny 2, everyone. James, what have you been playing? Okay, I've been playing something a bit different. I've been playing Beat Sports. I wanted what to get this, this, but it was way too expensive. Yeah, it? it's... Okay, so Beat Sports is for Apple TV. Like, as in, it's the it's you know the TV that has... The motion control thing. They're, they're Wii Sports rip-off thing. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it looks like Wii Sports. Like, Wii Sports? Wii Sports. <laughs> it looks... Matt Murray. Looks like Wii Sports. <laughs> it looks like Wii Sports, but it isn't, unfortunately. It's um instead. I mean, what it is is. Do you do you know anything about it at all, Dave? Like no. apart from the fact uh, it looks like Wii Sports. No, I mean it, it. It uses that motion control that comes with the new one, right? Yeah, and it's got um. It's developed by Harmonix. So. Right. Oh wow! I did not know that. Yeah, it's it's a Harmonix game. So basically, it is a rhythm rhythm game. So what? actually, the sports angle is really misleading, because <laughs> the core gameplay is actually just is based around waggling the controller in time to music. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is actually about. It's sports, really nothing to do with that at all. It's mostly focusing on on the on the rhythm, and it's it's a shame because it does seem to have been forgotten by everybody. Because um, I mean, like Matt, you said it's too expensive, yeah. Well, how much is it now? I, I, when I first got my Apple TV on on launch, the Apple TV fourth gen, um, it looked great, but I, I think it was like eight quid, and I wasn't really willing to yeah. pay that. That's the thing. It's still it's like seven ninety nine. 
which is yeah. eight quid. If that was like which... four quid, I'd probably get it, but not eight. Yeah, and that's the problem because although the music is pretty good, actually, like the the music's really good, you know, harmonics game, and also they got they got some other developer from Japan as well to like do some do some tracks, and it's it sounds really good and it feels really good as well to play. Like it is like the rhythm side of it is as good as you'd imagine from a harmonics game, but. The trouble is, though, is it is really, really limited, um, especially for the price. Like, you think seven ninety nine, okay, that's not a lot compared with, like, um, you know, Xbox games or whatever, but it's still, for an iOS or, like, you know, a TV game is, is quite a lot compared with everything else out there. But there's only, like, three game types, and these are then just repeated with different difficulties and different backgrounds, and that's it. And also, I mean, the three game types are not really that different either. I mean, it's still it's mostly just waggling in terms of the music, or you know, like flicking the, the screen in you know in terms of the music, which is kind of a machine, uh, kind of a shame. But um, it, one of the good things about it though is it has got the multiplayer is quite good um, because you can add other people using their phones to control the game. So they just download like an app, and then yeah, they can like join in as well. But again, this is also limited because you can only, there's only one. As far as I can tell so far, there's only one multiplayer game mode, and although it's fun, it's just really short, and it just it's just kind of a shame because it's it could have been a lot more if they'd have maybe put some more into it. I think it's um it's it's not worth eight quid, but it's so, still. Uh, how many players game. can you play with phones and and controllers and stuff? Four. You can okay. play up to four players, which is I mean which is not bad. I mean the idea of using like your iPhone for it is quite good because you know then you. When, as, as miserably when I saw like multiplayer, I was like, "Oh, I've only got one controller. What am I? You know, I don't. I'm not buying any more. You know, to play something like this." Then it's like, "Download the app," and I was like, "Okay, that's, that's not a bad idea," and it, it works still quite well because it's still the same, exactly the same as using the remote. So, but yeah. Hmm. Have you thought about getting a, a an actual controller for your Apple TV? No, because there's no games. <laughs> it's, well, there's well, not. There, 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 there's loads of games that can that support a controller. Yeah, but uh, loads of games. There's hardly any games. Like it's like oh. there's there's Rayman. Like you know, there's like Rayman, there's Rayman Adventures, Rayman. There's, which is what there's, else? There's 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 Badland. I've got that. There's um, Commute. Oh god, what's it called? Some you've got that. Does, does not commute. No, it does not yeah, commute. Does That's not a good game, commute. man. Yeah, it is I love a good that. game. Yeah, class. But I mean, but a lot of the games that are on there, they're all games which are on iOS already, which I've already played mostly. Mm. And although, admittedly, they are much nicer, like on the Apple TV, like it is really nice to play. Like you know, like um, is it like Auto's Adventure? Yeah. The, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that, that's that's really good with a pad. Yeah, it well, it, even just with the controller, it's still really nice. Like with just mm. with the um, the, the remote is really nice. It's like really relaxing that you know to play. It looks really amazing. But there still isn't that much there. I mean, that's the big problem. And also, what there is. Is pretty expensive, like compared with on iOS. I mean, that's why I quite like the way that some of the developers have clearly, like, they they allow if you've already bought it on iOS, you can just download it again on here, like for free, which yeah. is kind of nice. So that's why I ended up with other games I already had. But um, the rest, but there's not a lot there at the moment. That's the big problem. Even though it seems to be, I wouldn't say it seems to be really powerful, but it seems to be certainly capable of like of much more. Yeah, definitely. But, um, um, and I, I, I had hoped, you know, that, that some developer would, uh, you know, would decide to focus on Apple TV and create, a, you know, a, an experience designed exactly for this platform, and it's really amazing, and it would be sort of, you know, maybe like the Halo or the Mario 64, whatever's of Apple TV, and everyone buys it and loves it, but that hasn't really happened yet. There hasn't been really been a developer that's really taken it upon themselves to develop an experience. Yeah, as as James and I said platform. at the time, the, the biggest mistake they did was not bring out a proper pad with it. Like, 
Mm. I think genuinely there could have been all of the indie games that you see cropping up on uh, on uh, Xbox, PlayStation and, and Steam and stuff. You get those sort of games on Apple TV. I think it could have been a huge success for that sort of gaming. Yeah. Instead, no, what I, we've I got is agree. this stupid little Wiimote thing that doesn't work as well and no one wants to develop for. Uh, yeah, I mean, the I mean, the the remote is nice. It's not a bad remote, I don't think, but yeah. it is. It's just a shame because it is the the store is really sparse. There's not a lot there. I mean, I'm, I'd imagine that the Uyu's probably got about the same amount of games available for it because it's. At least Uyu's got Towerfall. Yeah, because <laughs> there's there's really not that much there. It's it's a shame. I mean, maybe I mean WWDC is coming up where we're going to see a refresh, you know, some more stuff. But it's just a shame because it just feels there's so much potential there. And, well, we've uh, said it for years, haven't we? Bring out an Apple TV with a pad bundled in, like as standard, and people will download games and use them with it. It just will. It would happen because there'll be two or three pound games that will keep kids happy. And, you know, if they've got good enough games, then then everyone will play them. You know, it's, it's just such a no-brainer in my head. I don't understand why they haven't done it. Um, See, no, other than them I mean, not caring about the gaming market at all. That's the other thing that's strange as well, because like, there's not even like those like crappy iPhone games for kids on there. Because like, you know, like I was looking on there to see if there's anything my daughter would want to play, and there really isn't. Like, there's yeah. like, you know, this it's just a shame. It's um, yeah. But I, I think I really think it is mostly down to the fact that Apple just don't understand gaming and don't care about it really. I mean, I maintain to this day that the only reason it was a success on iPhone was by mistake. Like, I don't think it's because they've tried like particularly hard for it to be like that. It's just that they were out, you know, first with a lot of stuff. Uh, I just think that the company likes money, and this would be a, a clear money winner for them. Do you know what I mean? I can't see where what the downside is, uh, other than paying out for a design of a, a controller, which you know is not exactly going to be a hard thing to do. I can't see where where the downside is for Apple, but. There you go. We've been saying it for years. They don't listen. They've got to start listening to their own podcasts that they're putting out there. Do you know what I mean? On iTunes, yeah? The computer game show. Just look at the top of the charts somewhere right there. Uh, Sean, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Earth Defense Force 4.1 because it's, curr- it's currently 20 quid on the PlayStation Store. So, Was it for PS4? Yeah, this is um, so. This is basically a slightly jazzed up version of Earth Defense Force twenty twenty five that came out a few years back. Now, I've always yeah. defended the fact that so the Earth Defense Force games, for those who don't know, um, they are third person shooters where there are giant insects attacking a city and you have to shoot them with ridiculous weaponry. Um, and they've got like they've got a, like a genuine sense of humor about how like on on the surface of it they're quite shit. But actually, once you really get like, you can just treat it as like an idiotic, just just keep firing at all the ants and watch them explode, um, sort of thing. But like, if you want to play it at the harder difficulties, it does actually get quite strategic and actually like proper good fun. Um, but they are quite low budget, and they've always always suffered from poor frame rates, uh, especially when you've got like literally hundreds of ants uh, charging at you. Um, and Earth Event Force 2025 was very good, but did act, like did suffer like really, really badly from from the frame rate issues. Like previously, you know, the frame rate would drop. You'd be like, yeah, well, you know, there's fucking loads going on, and it's just fun anyway, so I don't really care. But in 2025, it was like unplayable at points. So this is pretty much the same game, but just on hardware that's actually capable of running it. 
Um, and it's fucking so much fun, man. There's like, uh, in previous uh, Defense Force games, there's either just been the one uh, class you can play as, which is just guy with gun. Um, or in some of them, they added this this other character called the Wing Diver, which is like this woman with a jetpack who can fly around and shoot things with lasers. Um, this one also adds... Um, there's like uh, there's one called the Fencer, which is like a heavily armored dude who controls a bit like a Dark Souls character. It's really weird. Um, and there's also this character called the Air Raider, which is like he's pretty like he's he's intended as a support character. Like he he just like he doesn't really have much in the way of guns, but you can call in vehicles and airstrikes, and they are fucking hilarious. Like you start out by like you, first you just have like a tank that you can call in, which is pretty good. But like later on, you start getting like troop transports and mechs and stuff and it becomes like like if you imagine like titanfall was a bit worse but it had a mode where like hundreds of giant ants and spiders come at you it's kind of like that yeah. <laughs> and, um, and like and yeah and like calling in airstrikes and stuff is just ridiculous like i mean i'll have to stream some of it at some point because yeah definitely get i think it's one of those games i mean certainly the one on the ps4 slipped by without anyone noticing well they released um, it at fucking 50 quid which was suicide like i was like <laughs> furious when they said they were going to release it at full price because it's like for god's sake if you just release something like that cheap like people will just take a punt on it and they'll really enjoy it and they'll tell everyone else so yeah, yeah i mean like i say it's currently 20 quid in some like spring sale or whatever um I I can't recommend it enough. It's yeah. I mean, you can play it split screen if you really want, but it has got full online play, um, which is amazing. Especially if you get a team where it's like everyone's playing different classes and working like working alongside each other and stuff. It's it's incredible. Twenty quid. These games are notorious for being uh, shit performers in terms of frame rate and stuff, aren't they? Yes. So how's how's this work on the PS4? Uh, it's been fine. It's not perfect. Um, yeah. Like it does slip a bit, but it like it's slipping from sixty rather than from. 20 to begin with you know like it's, <laughs> um like at no point has the game actually felt like it's slowed down it's just like a tiny bit choppy sometimes so yeah cool. well, well worth it man it's weird i've never so, been interested in that in that um that series really i i've mm. I, i've never seen the appeal every time i've seen people playing it it's just they're they're kind of just shooting at things and there seems to be no real progression is that right is it one of those games that you just play for fun or is there some sort you... of point or end goal they yeah I mean your end goal is just doing all the missions. They do vary quite a bit though. Um, like I say, you start off there's giant ants, then there's giant spiders, then there's giant spiders and ants, and then there's flying stuff, and then there's robots, and then there's other weird shit going on. And yeah, it, it gets really smart. Um, and like I say, especially when you like if you've got an air raider on your team who's like able to call in vehicles and stuff and. And like laser guided orbital strikes and stuff, it's just fucking hilarious. Like you, ba- like the joke is, like it's like it's got a proper sort of B movie tone to it. Um, so like all the voice acting is fucking atrocious, but it's intentionally so. Like all the actors are obviously just having a good laugh doing it. Um, and basically at the end of most levels, like you've basically flattened the entire city, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, we killed all the ants. Well done." <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I fucking love it. It's proper good. Well, so you say it's twenty quid now on sale. How much is it going to be when it's not on sale? Like I say, they they released it like full price. It's like forty five, fifty quid, which is a joke. Like I wouldn't expect anyone, like just because of the way it looks and stuff, um, I wouldn't expect anyone to go in on it full price. Um, oh, well, so I, I, I thought you were referring to the old ones when you know, released for fifty quid. I didn't realize that this one also was. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one's oh, wow. the, that full is Yeah, I mean, like um, the one they released on the Xbox three hundred and sixty was where. Which, 
It was the one where a lot of people first got into Earth Defense Force, Earth Defense Force 2017. And that was like that was like 25 quid, 20 quid, like straight away. And that again, that was why a lot of people were like, the fuck is this? And picked it up and ended up having a really good time with it. Um, so yeah, that so just, hopefully... That just screams that we've got our fans... You know, well, exactly. We're yeah, not like gonna sell any we can more rinse than what now. we're expected to yeah. sell, but <laughs> we can ask for more money for it and still get it. Yeah. So I think maybe that was the that was the route they took with that one. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Okay, uh, Matt, you've got a few games you want to rattle off. Yeah, I, I, I won't be long, but just uh, a few a few quick ones, really. But so, um, again, on 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 our holiday, uh, Dave and I were together, and we played some Trackmania. Yes. Now. This is a game I haven't. I've obviously heard about for years. Uh, I know I played. Obviously, w- watch your streams, uh, 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 Dave and, and Sean. Um, yeah. And it's it's absolutely fantastic. I absolutely loved it. We we're, were playing. Well, what was the name of the most? Hot seat, Dave. Hot seat. I had no idea how well this would go down. Like I, <laughs> I bought FIFA and Pro Evo because I thought, well, we're going to be playing football games over the weekend. Surely, uh, having little tournaments or whatever. Once Trackmania went on, that's all we played for the rest of the holiday. And I mean. <laughs> So do you want to explain what hot seat mode is, Matt? So in hot seat mode, you you each so it's it's a it's a passer pad take turns uh, mode whereby you're on a track. One of you uh, sets the time, the other one has to beat it. Um, and you, you you know so one person keeps keeps playing until they beat that time, and the other person goes back and then sets a better uh, time. Okay. Uh, but you each have uh, like a, a limited amount of gas, so you can't keep going forever. After a few goes, basically, if you haven't beaten it, then you know, then. Then basically it's, well, it's technically, you can keep going forever because once you run out of gas, all that's doing is telling you this is your last attempt. So, if all of a sudden your your uh, petrol tank goes empty, that means if you don't make it to the finish line faster than your opponent's already set, then you're out. But mm. if you do make it, then the other person's got to beat that time, and then you still get another go to try and beat the time that's beating you. So technically, you can go on forever as long as you keep beating each other's time. Yeah, but, because that did happen to us once, didn't it? I'm sure there's there's one where we we did keep going back and forth for, for, yeah, for yeah. a couple we, of goes. Yeah, yeah, we went back and forth a few times when we were both empty on petrol. Yeah. But the 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 idea is is that obviously you can't reset when once you're in that mm. mode because this is your last attempt type thing. So it is really like now or never. And you, That's really smart. The sweats I was getting certain. Yeah. Uh, certain <laughs> it, is so, it was so, so tense. When, yeah. when, you know, if, if Dave said like an awesome time and I was like, hang on, I know I've got about four, maximum five goes left. You know, if that, yeah, it's, uh, it's and, and some, you know, obviously there were fairly easy tracks and then there were really, really complicated tracks. Sometimes you don't even know where you're going. It's just a case of seeing how far you can get or even just getting to the end, let alone setting a good time when you're there. I prefer and, the more uh, simple tracks, though, because we yeah, had... Yeah, I, I did, yeah. On the second to last night, we had a competition and it was first to ten. That was it. And we thought, well, you know, we'll keep it short. We'll get an early night in or whatever. And uh, we got to nine all. And basically, Matt had home tracks and I had home tracks. I was better at the sort of drifting uh, drifting cars that looked like more like touring cars. Yeah. Um, Matt was better on the F1 cars. Mm. I don't know why. It's just the way it worked out. <laughs> so it really felt like a game of tennis where Matt was serving. And if I broke his serve, it was like a huge deal. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, mm. I'm ahead, you know. Yeah. Uh, if if they've got a great time on, on F1 track, I was like, oh, shit. That was, that was like the one I should have won. 
and 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 then I, I mean it differed like tennis because we were saying oh my god I brought yeah, like I, I I beat Dave one of his tracks and it felt like if I now win on my track which is should be a given because I'm better than those ones it'd be two nil and uh, it's the game is just so tense so exciting so fun and obviously we've talked about Sega Rally earlier on like the, the initial sort of few goes it felt like a Sega game and maybe because I was mm. playing the, the touring car touring car sort of um, uh, cars in the game but can you it, yeah. I mean but the handling is just it's it's pinpoint it's just absolutely class you know the the it's just a fantastic game and um yeah like, I, mean, I haven't played past i've had multiplayer i haven't had fun that much fun since towerfall like, i honestly think if you get two people like very similar uh in terms of sort of um you know skill uh, yeah in terms of player skill yeah it, it's fantastic i mean how how many could we have like, up to four players doing that pass pad thing Dave? eight I think. Oh god, that that would be amazing <laughs> if eight of you think together eight, in a room doing that. Eight players if you're doing uh, solo racing, and you can play up to sixteen if you're doing the. You know they do the two car mode, the two driver mode. So the Where way you that share works controls is that, and accelerating. Yeah, you you share the controls, and it works out the average between what the two players are doing and goes with that. Uh, so that sounds like that would be amazing like if you got 16 people in a room to do that and you partner up and stuff uh, I, I expect some big arguments between uh, couples and stuff but um, no I mean the, the, just an 8 player mode of that would just be incredible like it sounds really smart as well like I I assumed it was just like right you have a go and then someone else has a go and then you have a go again like, like literally just one attempt each and then you pass it on which I always yeah, thought no. wouldn't wouldn't work, and it's like, well, yeah, no, that's why they've done something much smarter. So, yeah, and it could good. be smart. I mean, if it was a full price game, I would I would have asked for more from it. Like, mm-hmm. I would like to be able to uh, adjust how much petrol you've got in your tank, or yeah, yeah. Um, like it for it to keep score. But yeah. when you go from race to race, to right. have like a random pick mode, mm-hmm. like it's got this really weird thing where you can select it so that it automatically generates a completely random course, but the algorithms algorithms are so fucked that it just, it's a mess of a course and makes no sense. So it's absolutely pointless in doing it. Um, so yeah, so you have to kind of individually pick courses, which isn't ideal. Uh, I would have much preferred random, but there you go. I just, yeah, uh, I mean, there's only a lot of things they can do to fix it. I, mean, I would love to, uh, but yeah, you see, you press the one and it chooses like 16 tracks for you, and they're like the ones you go along, or you can put a set a playlist maybe. And yes, I wanted to keep score, and, and there's lots of things that it doesn't do, which it should, which it could do to be a lot better. But yeah, if anyone's got Trackmania Turbo on, on PS4, and I guess, is it is it Xbox One as well? I'm yeah, I think it's on PC, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If anyone's, if you got like you know some mates around, I I urge you to play this because it's absolutely amazing. I, I had such a, such a such a blast playing it. It blew me away actually because I genuinely thought it'd be something we'd play for a bit and then move on, but we just could not stop playing. Yeah, it was that, so that, much that was fun. the one game and the only game we played on that PS4 all week or for the whole week. Yeah, yeah. But every yeah. week basically, you know, our wives, obviously children were in bed earlier. Wives were in bed at ten. Me and Dave played till like half twelve every night. <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> until the last night where I just wanted to go to sleep yeah. or the or the second night where I got so hammered that I couldn't even focus on the screen anymore uh, good times that's my excuse cool um, uh, I've also been playing Uncharted 2 um, I've also been doing my streaming challenge I'm about a third of the way for Uncharted 2 now um, so I, and I've also been away on holiday and, and I was busy uh, I was away at the weekend so uh, I'm going to crack on a bit uh, some more this week to ho- hopefully get Uncharted 2 th- uh, finished before the next episode 
Uh, Uncharted 2 so far is, is good. I mean, graphically it looks a lot better. Art-wise, it's it's great. Um, I must say, I think I said, I said this on stream, but I don't feel... I feel like it... Because it's much more all over the place, you know, as a story, it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel as... as, as no, okay, it feels slicker, but... I'm not following the story as well. I know it's like a fairly simple story, but the other one was just like you're just in the jungle basically for ages, and then yeah, the mutants turned up. Um, I yeah, would probably, it feels like I would much probably, more at the all end over of, place. At the end of your stream, I, what I would probably do is just read up the plot on uh, <laughs> yeah, on Wikipedia right. as you're playing. No, genuinely, because I think because you're streaming, you're talking over most of the cutscenes and stuff. You're not. No, I'm trying not to now. I'm, I'm definitely trying to take more, much more of an interest in the cutscenes, but. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's good. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm really good to <clears throat> to get back on on the stream um, on the stream this week. Um, yeah, so yes, yeah, so I'm trying to. So I'm, I'm 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 definitely getting looking forward to, to getting through that. And I think we're only what we're two weeks away from Uncharted uh, Four now, so I better get my arsing gear really. Yeah, get you get your boots on. Some yeah, that's <clears throat> so Uncharted. Uh, another game we're playing loads is Clash Royale. I know it's been mentioned on every podcast ever, um, and obviously you mentioned it on Midnight Resistance uh, mm-hmm. last week, uh, Sean. But yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm so so close to putting money into it. Have you have you <laughs> put any money into it? Sean? I haven't yet. Um... I'm, but that's because like I'm intentionally sort of distancing. Like I had to turn all the notifications off because I knew if they stayed on, I would end up paying. Them. <coughs> so now it's just I dip in when I've got time for it, and not because it's asking me to. If you know what I mean, and that that seems to work. That seems to present like prevented me from spending money. So yeah, all, all I need is like you know, ten thousand gems or, or whatever, <laughs> or, or or ten thousand gold. I, it, See, it, but it's a class game. I'm absolutely loving it. I mean, the actual core gameplay is brilliant. I mean, the, yeah. all the whole, you know. Very much urging you, or you can't really. You, there's not a lot of um, progression if you've got all, the, all your chests, or all four chests already available, and you can't unlock them for yeah. 24 hours or whatever. Yeah. But, so that that's a bit annoying, but the actual core gameplay is still really fun. Mm. See, I downloaded it and started playing a bit, and I don't know, I just it didn't really grab me. And as soon as as soon as I saw all that, like you know, opening chests and having to have gems and stuff, and you can buy them for money. I was like, yeah. you, you, you I can buy them, really but you, you can play for a fair bit without needing it. I mean, I don't need it now. I just sort of want to to see more and do more and get more cards and progress and stuff. But mm. you don't need to. Um, but yeah, but, it's just a, cl- a class game. I think it's really fun. But it's it's competitive, yeah. So you're playing against yeah, real, yeah. Pa- yeah, like, real people. So isn't there a concern though, like that you're when like when you're playing it, you're you're going to get beaten because people have spent more money than you. There's a question about that coming up later, yeah. isn't there? But we'll there address is. it now. Uh, um, who's who sent in the question, James? Let me have a look. Uh, that was uh, oh, that was from Athena. Yeah, Athena. This is the yeah the same question. It's uh, isn't Clash Royale infuriating when you lose a bunch of times because of people who paid loads of money? I've not found that too much. Or later, it's not felt like that's why I've lost. If that makes yeah, sense, it doesn't like, feel I've, obvious. I've that's the reason. Yeah, I've certainly lost my fair share of games, but not. It's never been like, oh, well, he's just pulling out shit I've never seen before. Like, that used to happen to me a lot in Hearthstone. Um, whereas this, it just feels like, oh, well, he's probably just better than me. Like, you can get by um, just leveling up your shit common cards, basically. Um, which is just as worthwhile as having super rare ones. So that's fine, as far as I can tell. Yeah. 
it's just, it's just it's a really slick app like i mean so mm. obviously you know you can collect cards and stuff but i love the fact that on on the last tab you can basically watch other replays of matches yeah yeah it's super quick i love that i'm, I'm watching loads of them replays as well as playing my own and i'm seeing how people are using different decks and mm-hmm. what characters they're using and i'm i'm always switching over to the final tab to say okay well a common card is like the spear goblins or it's like the fireball or whatever and yeah. i want to make sure those are in my deck um, yeah yeah, I, I love the fact that it's so slick for that, and yeah, you know, and, and games are what, two, three minutes, whatever they are. They're, they're really quick. They're, yeah, it's really. Haven't had any problems paced. with lag. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's really. Actually, I wanted to ask you about Hearthstone. Is, mm. is there a similarity at all to this? I, I'm sure I saw some tweets and someone mentioned Hearthstone and what some of them. I wasn't sure if it's a direct comparison. I've got Hearthstone. In fact, I've just installed it on my phone uh, tonight. And um, but I wanted to know: is this comparable in any way to Hearthstone? Sort of. I mean, Hearthstone is like a turn-based card game, rather than like you know, this is very much real time. Um, I suppose the appeal is similar in that it's all about like watching what your opponent's doing and sort of um, like obviously in Hearthstone, you like you build your decks and try and sort of put strategies in them, but then it also depends on what you draw at any given time and how you can sort of um, you know like the look of the draw, how that allows you to actually put your strategies into play and stuff, um, whilst also reacting to whatever the other guy's doing. Um, so, yeah, I guess there is quite a bit of crossover there. Um, but they, they do play quite differently. And like I say, Hearthstone right. is, is turn-based. Um, yeah. And matches last a lot longer in Hearthstone as well. It's not as convenient. Yeah, I mean, the whole the fact there's like games that you know two to three minutes is is one of the best things about it. I've also yeah. never played Clash of Clans. I mean, that's also a different game type, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of these ones where like you build a base and people can try oh, and invade right. it, and then but then you would try and invade theirs and stuff. Um, I seem to like that was one of the ones that I tried and was just like, ah, I wish this didn't fucking annoy me with all the free to play stuff because like apparently Clash of Clans is is perfectly enjoyable. Um. But I usually have trouble seeing through the free to play stuff. Um, it's I think it's it's from what I read, it's like it's another one of those ones where it's like you can get so far without having to pay money, but then it becomes clear that you need to spend money. You like to sort of like stay in the game. Yeah. As it were. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't think that's the case of Clash Royale. I think you could as as Sean said, I think you could just keep, you know, uh, leveling up, you know, um, your, your, your sort of basic cards, and I think you you'll have fun. I mean, the core gameplay is just fun, regardless. I think, and I want to, I want to put money in just because I sort of want a, a better card or more cards or not having mm. to wait and stuff. But um, I could also happily, and I, I may well happily just live about paying any money. Yeah. Depends how drunk I get one night, and if I want just to suddenly don't buy, don't buy do what you did gyms. with that. Don't you do? Don't do what you did with that claw machine. Yeah, just like exactly. that, piling it in. That's <laughs> the thing. I wish I put eleven quid into this game, not that bloody claw machine. Yeah, <laughs> this I can thing buy like, like um... a six-pound pepper pig toy anyway. It doesn't matter. I should have just <laughs> gone to Amazon and bought that instead of pissing around I'm with sure, the machine. I'm sure I heard somewhere that somebody had spent like fifteen grand on Clash Royale, Fucking and that they're hell. like top of the league, and that's why. <laughs> just... I'm sure you. Yeah, like I'm sure you could do that, but then you know, if you're willing to spend fifteen grand on a game like this, then you've got bigger problems. So, or you're rich. Or you, that. you you have no problems. It's <laughs> a good point. Cool. Right. I've also I've also wanted to briefly talk about Mirror's Edge. I haven't played the beta that much, but um, it is on this week the open beta of Mirror's Edge Catalyst, and uh, I, I played like five to ten for ten minutes or so, and it, it's just fun, like straight away, like just jumping, jumping across the uh, rooftops. But I haven't really played it enough to to give it a, a really good opinion. But uh, have like any of you guys one? played it? Well, the first one was an interesting one. So. 
Um, you probably, you guys probably don't remember, but there used to be a podcast called Joypod, and um, sounds shit. Like a, a, a game, yeah, it, it sounds gash. But uh, there was like there was like a game club where basically you know you guys obviously suggest everyone plays Mirror's Edge. I did that. Well, this game club. I yeah. basically I started <laughs> playing that. I thought I'll, I'll get an achievement where you don't shoot anyone, but basically I I sort of didn't start really focusing on that until maybe the second or third level and I went from second or third level all the way to the end and I, I realised I must have shot someone in the first level which is fucking annoying so I basically played like 99% of the game about shooting anyone and um, it was quite hard but I, I, I quite enjoyed it I mean I wasn't a huge fan of the uh, the cutscenes and the combat wasn't great but um, yeah, it had loads of loads of potential and it from the little I've played of this I feels like they've, they've tried to refine a lot of the combat they've made it less about game, gunplay more like about melee combat and Throwing guys off roofs and they get you know throw, throwing enemies into each other and whatnot. Um, graphically, living, I think it looks great. Um, so I'm definitely good to play a bit more of the beta and, and see where it goes. Yeah. What, what's this on? Is this on PS4 or? I'm playing Xbox What's-4? One. It, it, it was a oh, sign okay. up a while ago and you can play on it. Or I, I presume PC as well, but I'm playing Xbox One. It's almost only PS4 and uh, and PC. I wish I'd known about that because I really like. I was the only one of the people that played it that actually enjoyed the Edge. <laughs> I thought it was great. I think it's out in June, so it's not not too far away. Mm. That was not a very good video game. I don't understand the love for it, to be honest with you. It's the best it best fun. first hour of a video game ever, and then shame about the no, rest. I'm not even with you there. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Sorry, um, <laughs> I just think people liked it because it was different. No, that was yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we do? Should we do some questions, James? Because I feel that I need some paracetamol right about now. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, shall I do? Shall I read them then? We can. Yeah, you can do that. Um, Thanks, No man. emails this week. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate it. Uh, no emails this week, which is a shame. PR companies, like. get involved. Uh, computer game <laughs> at Gmail, yeah? No. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. The computer game show at gmail.com. Get your that's, emails in now. That's the one. Free games and stuff. Or, or not. Just tweet us. Send us to Paris. We ain't going to dob you in. Like, we're not going to be like, oh no, isn't it outrageous that they they gave us a free gift? We'll just take the free gifts and say thanks, and then you know give you a decent review. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Gimme <Gimmicky. laughs> it. You, you think, you think he's joking as well? But he's no, no, I know he is. <laughs> it does. It does almost like yeah, like when you when you're far enough removed from that stuff and you reach a certain age, it's like you know what, the holiday would be nice. Yeah, it would be really funny because everyone's, everyone's, so, <laughs> everyone's so everyone's like, so freaked out about the whole you know ethics and games journalism. It would be amazing if someone say, you know what, fuck it, we got free gifts and free trips. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> ten out of ten. Paris. As long as you say, I enjoyed going to Paris and playing Watch Dogs two. <laughs> yeah, that's Some fine. You know, you review the trip as a whole, not just <clears> the game. Yeah. <laughs> And despite what I said earlier about Watch Dogs, it is a very good yeah, game. Yeah, I'd also series. like to revise so, yeah. my opinion on the previous <laughs> Watch Dogs. The game was shit. They didn't pay us for, for a good review on that one. No, but, but they mean, might do so in the future, so say, we reserve the right to change our opinion at any point. Depending on how much money you spend on us. Yeah, yeah. computergame at gmail.com. <laughs> All right? Good. Well, anyway, um, there's some tweets from <laughs> That's the case we got. <laughs> Okay, so the first one is from Zach Toms. There's um, is the area in Dark Souls Three Sean and Dave missed just bad signposting. Everyone I've talked to missed it. I saw this. Which saw area this is today. This? Um, 
the area we were talking about was the uh, Cathedral of the Deep. Oh, right, okay. Uh, no, it's not um, a bad signpost. You're supposed to explore. That's... Yeah, uh, but Sean, yeah. I, I agree with you, and yeah. I will always agree with you on what yeah. you are thinking about that area and yeah. where it is and yeah. why it's so easy to miss. Yeah. However, it's impossible to defend it without sounding like a Dark Souls man. Do you know what I mean? True. Oh, no, that's part of the game, mate. But there's an <laughs> a legit there's a legitimate argument to say, hold on, if this area is essential to progress in a later area of the game, why isn't it signposted clearly so that you don't miss it and have to go all the way back? Yeah, now, but if you we're on the third Dark Souls game now, if you're going in expecting things to be signposted, you <laughs> basically it's part part of the appeal of the game. And uh, I said something last week. And I'd completely forgotten to to mention, like I said, that the 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 things that you need to do in the game are clearly signposted, but they're not. That's not always the case. The bit that we mm. were up to at that point, um, you needed a, a doll to progress, yeah. uh, and that doll was in a different part of the game, uh, so it meant us going back. The the good thing is with um, this particular game, is that you you could travel you could warp to bonfires from from the get go so it doesn't really feel like you're going to have to traipse all the way back to just to go and pick something up that you've missed mm. you could just warp there find it continue the only problem is without the internet without looking at guides i would have known not known a, i wouldn't have a clue what to do you need a yeah. doll and in my head i've explored everywhere so i i wouldn't know where to begin to think Oh, how am I supposed to get past this point then? Uh, the the but, the yeah, like the the thing that clued me in is that people were like, "Oh yeah, have you done the uh, Crystal Sage?" Yet? I was like, "The fuck is that? I've never even." Yeah, like I thought I was further on in the game than these people, and they were telling me about a boss I'd never heard of. So they, they're like, "Oh yeah, it's in the swamp." I was like, "All oh, right, okay." Went to the swamp, did the did that boss, and then oh, there's there's another path for me to follow. So yeah, I like the. To an extent, it does rely on you either Googling things or having conversations with your friends, I suppose. But that's been yeah. a staple of the series, and it's what yeah. fans like. So if that was taken out, I think that maybe... Put it this way. It's not bad signposting, because it was a design design decision not to put it in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. They didn't try and signpost that area and fail to do so properly, they knew that people would be running past that and have to go back. Uh, so, yeah, that's the way I kind of justify it. Now, if you're listening to me thinking, fuck off, you're just defending Dark Souls like one of those Dark Souls people, I can't I can't have a go at you for thinking that because you're, mm. you're absolutely right. Uh, but that's all I can do. That's all I can offer to this conversation. <laughs> I've got to turn into one of them. Uh, I apologise. Dark Souls fans are the fucking worst. Have you seen the the shit that Epic Name Bro's been getting? No, why? Uh, well, I've, I've not seen it firsthand. Uh, Chris Band's been in, informing me about it. Basically, so Epic Name Name Bro is one of these guys that does all the lore on YouTube videos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like one of the most prolific and well known Dark Souls YouTubers. Um, yeah. He basically he's gone in like totally blind on Dark Souls three. Like I think Dark Souls two, he actually he worked on the official guide. Um, so for this one, he was like, "Right, I don't want to know anything prior to release." And he's just he's bought yeah. out, he's bought his own copy, and he's doing videos on it, and he's just doing a blind playthrough, right? And basically, there's been a couple of things because you know, as we've discussed on the show, there's like some reuse of certain things 
Um, and he's been a bit like, uh, I don't really, that's a bit weird. That seems a bit lazy, but, you know, I guess I'll see how it pans out before judging it. And yeah, everyone in the comments, everyone's just been fucking laying into him, calling him a cunt, saying like, why are you being such a fucking negative prick about this game? It's amazing. It's like, no, he just said he wasn't sure about one thing and that such a hater epic name yeah. bro <laughs> stop being such a hater um, why are you hating on dark souls yeah and the game everyone... that you've dedicated your working life to <laughs> exactly and everyone's just like oh miyazaki's a fucking genius how dare you question him and it's like mate dark souls fans awful as i've always said i'm yeah. a fan of dark souls I'm not a Dark Souls fan. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a clear difference. Uh, but every now and then you do have to imitate a Dark Souls fan just to, you know. Yeah, you accidentally catch yourself class. slipping into it. Yep, yep. Don't want to go all the way. Don't want to go full Dark Souls fan. I'll no, tell you that. Never. Next question. Okay, so we've got Samuel Packer, which is um, rumours of an Xbox One and a half. What do you think it will do or could it run Oculus? As Microsoft had money in Facebook, that would make sense. It would, they, but the Oculus if, costs way too much money for it to be a viable like home console. That is thing. also a good point because it would be com- it would be com- competing with PSVR, which is cheap already, yep. and runs on the console you got under your telly. Yeah, <laughs> unless they do like a like pared down one. You know, something which isn't as good. Maybe. But that still works. Yeah, based on the same tech, but just, I don't know. I don't know what the spec is of the Oculus Rift these days, but I guess if they just drop the resolution a bit. Because, I, I mean, the PSVR is not going to be a top-notch headset, is it? It's obviously, con- like, concessions are going to have to be made for it to only be, what is it, 300? No, 400 quid. Whatever it is. See, can you imagine if they did that, though? People would be really pissed off. Yes. Like if, if at E3 they come out and they say, we've got a new Xbox coming out, and it will do virtual reality, and together it will cost 700 quid. And then, <laughs> you know, I don't think people are going to be happy with that. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. It's well, they, that's why, not, that's not really too dissimilar from Sony. If Sony say, hey, PSVR out in November, hey, PS4.5 out in October... You know, there's some people will be spending 800 quid on the new. Yeah, on the no, new the PS4. difference. Yeah, you don't need to though. You don't need no, to get the, the new difference console. Is, is that but... what what James is saying is that if Microsoft bought out a new Xbox and only that new Xbox could run the VR headset, that's when yeah. you go, whoa, no, bullshit. that would be crazy. Yeah, not mm. having that, that. that that'd be absolute suicide. You know yeah. what that is? I mean, that's a that's a Don Matrick move. Yeah, they'll do that now. It's, I uh, I um I was looking at my uh, uh, time hop this morning as is my ego, and um, I saw a couple of tweets where I was mentioning, oh yeah, I totally forgot that at some point Don Matrick said, hey, if you haven't got the internet, then get a 360, deal with it. Like, <laughs> you know, if you live in a shit area, oh, internet, buy a 360. We've yeah. got that on the market. Unbelievable. What an insane people man. Are probably, people will probably did that. They're probably pretty, pretty sick now, you know, as soon as they've discontinued it. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> absolutely gutted with themselves. Yeah. Uh, next question. Okay, so this is Shimmy Hill. We've got, uh, like Matt, I've put many hours into Destiny. Is it a contender for your favourite game of all time or an addiction? Um, I mean, I haven't played Destiny for a long time now, and I've, I think that's probably common with a fair number of Destiny fans. I know you're probably the same, aren't you, Sean? Yeah, I've, I've I've still not been back, even though they've added a bunch of new stuff. Yeah, I, I do really want to. Yeah. I'm desperate to get to back. Min- I've listened to Midnight Resistance, and after seeing, hearing Owen talk about it, I yeah, do yeah. want to 
funny, but I, I'm, I'm just scared. If I go back in, I'll be back in my spreadsheets, back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> the spreadsheets. <laughs> can I say? Can I say something about that? And yeah. I, I probably shouldn't. I probably should drop it, but it did drop into my mind the moment I was listening to Midnight Resistance this week, yeah. when um, Owen was saying, "Oh yeah, and it's really cool when you've got glow like illuminated armor." Yeah. And then you look behind and see three guys chasing you. I thought, why is that, Owen? Because you ran off doing your own fucking thing again. <laughs> <laughs> Little joke for Owen there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I want to. I want to get back to it big time, man. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. desperate to get back to Destiny. But yeah. yeah, I I would never consider it up there with one of my games of the year. Uh, get, like games of all time. Sorry. Uh, but it must. It must I mean, I, I hadn't ever considered it, but. It must, it must do really. I mean, like the the raid is incredible. It's definitely one of the best game yeah, things I've ever that's done. That's what tracks it up, isn't it? That first um, time. But we PvP did the raid. is immensely fun. Yeah, I've had. I mean, You're I put right. like I think 300, 400 hours, whatever it is, into it. I mean, it, yeah, it must be one of my top games of all time. But I would never consider it that way, sadly. But um, yeah, I need to get back into that really. It wasn't. Think, a, it was. It was definitely an addiction. There's been so many yes, moments with it where I've been so frustrated with something that it's doing or you know, so disinterested in a certain portion of the game that maybe I haven't, maybe there's something, like, we take Left 4 Dead 2. I put that up there with some one of my favourite games of all time, right? And that's because there's not a moment in it where I'm getting pissed off with it. Mm. You know what I mean? There's not one bit of that game where I'm thinking, oh, what a load of shit, why is it making me do this? Whereas I had that a lot in Destiny. However, the highs were higher. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there was nothing in Left 4 Dead 2 that can match up with the first time we did Vault of Glass. In fact, there's not much in gaming that can match up with the, the, the time done in Vault of Glass. And I think maybe the, the the horrible stuff where we were farming towards the beginning of the game's life and stuff like that, I've still got bad memories of that and it still holds me back from saying, yeah, this is one of the best games of all time. Yeah, I, I was always willing to push through that and I did on many an evening and morning. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you see, I, yeah, like I want to say, like, no, I don't be daft. It wasn't an addiction. It was just very good, and everyone I knew was playing it. So it was just a cool thing to have that again, where you can just turn a console on. Oh, look, everyone's playing Destiny. I will join them and yeah, have yeah. a good time. But then there's stupid shit like getting the exotic sword. Um, that was fucking horrific, and I don't know why I did it. Well, I do because he was addictive. Because <laughs> you loved That's it, too. yeah, yeah. Um, so that, yeah, like. To an extent, I would say no. It's not just addictive, but then there is there are bits of it that sort of go into that territory, I guess. But then you know yeah. that that's just for you to monitor. Like if you feel like you're just doing it out of sheer compulsion rather than just because you're enjoying it, then stop playing. I mean, well, we had that. I mean, me and John Denton had that conversation many a time. When mm-hmm. he were, John always said, you know, once I start doing things just for sake of it or not having fun, then yeah. stop. But yeah. the truth is, I was also sort of having fun just doing the shit grinding. <laughs> because well, that's fine. I mean, if that's, the, yeah. the shooting was still bloody good, the shooting was still good. <laughs> Even if I was collecting silly things, the fact I got to shoot a gun, it still felt great, and I was still happy to do that. <laughs> Put it this way, I'd be much more interested to get back involved with Destiny than I ever would the Division. Yeah, that's clear. I, I, I mean, I've, I've got a Division, and I would like to go back into it. But obviously, a lot of people said, you know, on the the, the, uh, latest update was was the raid, and it was it was really fun on Giant Bomb this week, where Jeff says that it's not a it's not a raid, it's just a it's just a hard mission. So okay, great. So it's not it's nothing like a Destiny raid. And again, I haven't played it. I can't really compare, but. I hear it's more of a horde mode than a 
than, than a full Destiny style raid, which is a bit disappointing. Hmm. Big time. Right, that's it for questions this week, and that's it for the show. Matt's going to bombard you with a few links. Yeah, this show is on iTunes. Of course it's on iTunes. What show isn't on iTunes? Uh, please subscribe and leave a review. Um, you know, reviews um, are, are good, I guess. Uh, new episodes of the show go up on YouTube every Wednesday, as well as some other videos, um, archives of streams that we do go up on YouTube. Um, we've also Dave also Dave's also put up an expert interview, which is a new new sort of series we're doing on YouTube. So check that out. Top top hits on our channel, Matt. That's got it is the most views. Yes, well done, Dave. Most views um, on that one. Uh, to get in contact with the show, send your questions uh, if you want to the computer game show at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, because e- e- email still cool, right? Still relevant. Uh, we are at computer game pod on Twitter, uh, facebook dot com slash the computer game show, and also twitch dot tv slash the computer game show. Um, we're on Overcast on iOS. If you've got Android, we're on Pocket Casts, Tuning Radio, and Stitcher. And I think that's pretty much it. Uh, what about SoundCloud, Matt? Yeah, I've I've sort of ditched SoundCloud now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, actually, you know I'm what? SoundCloud. Sorry. I thought I could upload forever. It turns out there's quite a limit, and I'm not going to pay for a pro license. So, um, so sorry. So no more SoundCloud. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. How many listeners were we getting on SoundCloud a week? Uh, I, it wasn't probably wasn't enough hassle, <laughs> and it certainly wasn't enough to pay for a pro <laughs> license. Fair enough. All right then. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with more video games to talk about. I suppose uh, I better try and track that down. I think I want to try and get Ratchet and Clank, but I haven't fully decided. Yeah, yet. I've heard nothing but good stuff about that. Everyone's game. Everyone's been going nuts over that. Like the reviews yeah. have been through the roof. Some of them. Number one in the charts, Sean. In not Dark Souls, off the top of the charts. Fuck's sake! Crazy. I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. Well, you know, it Star just goes Fox- to show if you put proper signposting in. <laughs> there you, you go. You can get to number one. Yeah. Star Fox got to number six. Anyway, goodbye. Let's bye. bye.